0: This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940-KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's Most Informative Real Estate Talk Show. Sours being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors and the many, many members that we have that will help every week in giving us good ideas, good information on the real estate market. We have kind of a different show today. Instead of just talking statistics, although there will be a few statistics in there, um, we're gonna be talking about preparing for sale from the buyer's side and the seller side. And to help me with that today, We have Drew McEwen of Realty Concepts. Good morning, Drew. Good morning, Don. And your better 90%, Marcella McEwen of Wonderful Staging.
1: Hello, good morning.
0: (laughs) Good morning. Thank you both for coming in. Um, We're going to be talking about preparing your home. So what is it? We'll get right to it. What is it that a buyer expects to see when they go through a home? Do they expect to see all the pictures of all the grandkids from the current seller on the walls or what
2: well the buyer so your buyer now is pretty educated before they come to a home don so they have an idea based on what they've seen online already (laughs) and what they've seen on tv social media and so the more a home can fit that, the better it will present when the buyer gets there. So obviously having a home cleared out, minimalized, decluttered, however you wanna word it, the better it will show, by far. Cleared
0: out, that's an interesting concept.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, like we were discussing earlier, obviously the longer you're in a home, the the more it fills up without you realizing. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready to sell, you have to, you have to think about that home is really no longer yours and you gotta present it in a way that'll um, show the best to the most amount of buyers, right? That's the best way to think about it. I
0: heard a good one a long time ago. How you live in a home and how you market a home are two different things so yeah, correct
2: yeah because the idea of how a home shows is would be a lot of work if you were trying to live there so, mm-hmm. especially if you're there with uh, a family
0: a classic example of that is a few years ago there was an older gentleman that needed to sell the home he'd been in for over 30 years um rarely went in the backyard uh and and it showed <laughs> but the, the worst part is that his big, huge recliner was right in front of the sliding glass door to get to the backyard. Um, and I said, well, can we move this? Oh, no. He goes, that, I need that right in front of the TV set. He goes, and, and uh, I remembered what I heard about how you market a home and how you live in a home are two different things. Mm-hmm. I pleaded with him, I said, give me two weeks (laughs) can we just move it for two weeks and see how it goes and and the home sold so um and people were able to see the backyard that had value
2: right yeah yeah if uh it's amazing when you go in a home especially a home that's been lived in long term you you get idea of how everything was laid out originally based on all the dents in the carpet. That's kind of yeah. always the giveaway. You see where that chair, like that you described, had been there for twenty years, based on the carpet dents, mm-hmm. right?
0: Boy, a good realtor who walks through a home and sees things like that could get another job as a crime scene investigator. <laughs> yeah, probably
2: right. Yeah. Well, you when you're out there, I mean, you're you're. You see things consistently, right? Mm-hmm. For a, a realtor that's always out in the field, you see pretty much same things every that, day. That's right.
0: And you know, I forgot to say, Marcella, what's the name of your staging company?
1: Wonderful Staging and Design.
0: All right, and how long have you done that for?
1: Uh, we've been doing that probably five years now.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, we originally it was started just as a a leg of my real estate company, right? The idea was that we would stage my listings and then it uh, spiraled out of control from there. So there was definitely a need in our market um, for staging that was cost-effective for a seller. There's, uh, you know, we've set it up to where we're basically the best price in town for the quality of work that that is done
0: all right and with five years experience you should know a thing or two about staging
2: yeah marcella yeah marcella does all the she does all the design so Mm -hmm. and i'm more in charge of the logistics
0: oh like lifting it well (laughs) not
2: so much that but just the uh just getting organized for the week, and and we maintain a very large warehouse and uh, f- you know fleet of vehicles and employees and stuff.
0: All right, so to run this company, do you have? I take it you've got a lot of inventory, such as couches. Yeah. Fake TVs or real TVs?
1: Mm, we don't well, use neither. TVs no. much.
2: No, they just don't show well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd rather put, like, a painting there, and people will imagine that the TV can go there. We'd do a spot for it just so they can see that they can put their stuff there. But we technically don't use any TVs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, All right. Because TVs are something that people, when they sit and they look at a room, it's like, where are we going to put that TV set? So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why we put something there just to make it look like, okay, that's a good spot for that.
0: Mm -hmm. um so you do you have pictures furniture
1: yeah everything that you will see in a house we have it decor furniture um wall art everything pillows linens everything that you see in there Mm -hmm. we can put in there
0: you have a lot of throw pillows because i have this aversion to throw (laughs) pillows um (laughs)
1: The more you have on there, the better. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Ah, That's the same school my wife went to because we got throw pillows everywhere. And then I come to find out you're not supposed to throw them.
1: No, they're just (laughs) supposed to be there to look pretty. You're not supposed to use them either. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like, how do I use the couch if I can't find a spot to sit on?
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but it sure looks pretty
2: yeah and that's the idea right <laughs> so what um what we could talk about do you want to talk about like the buyer's side of a staged home ah, do You want to start with that i like that yes okay so that, what
0: does a buyer expect
2: okay so important so obviously a lot of people think that staged home is the benefit of the seller but in reality it's uh, the majority of it is benefit to the buyer right they come into a home and you want them to see the layout of how they could arrange it themselves you want them to see um, sizing of the rooms in relation to the furniture is very important for a buyer
1: especially if the room is awkwardly sized
2: sized. or shaped or if
1: it's next to the kitchen like where would i put my couch so it you know facilitates them to see what their furniture would look like in there Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and i so when i'm out with buyers when we're in staged homes specifically you know i'll tell them sit down sit on the furniture and look out windows right what's the view do you like that view do you like the can you see the adjacency of the kitchen or maybe the den or the office whatever You know, does that work with you? Do you like that? And it helps build some confidence in the home, especially if they're really interested in the home. Do they like that they can see from the couch, directly out that slider that doesn't have a recliner in front of it, (laughs) possibly, you know, could they be (coughs) watching the kids out back or the grandkids, Uh, the view from the sink, right? When the counter's decorated, you know, there's some decor on the counter, right? Do they still have room to work on the counter? So it's important for a buyer when they're in a staged home that they actually do a walk around. And what I find is when a home is staged versus vacant, empty, the buyers are more willing to walk through the rooms versus when it's empty. I notice they just stand at the entrance of a room, but they don't necessarily go into it. Which Interesting. is uh, yeah. So, when it's set and staged, they're in the room, going through it, looking out windows, sitting. And so, you get much more of an experience when the buyer's there at a staged home. And when it's laid out in a way that is um, fluid or usable, right? That they could, you know, you were asking about a TV, but, you know, they're shown kind of where a TV would go. The right way to arrange the couches based on Marcella's design experience. Um, It builds confidence in the home. And uh, overall, I feel like the buyers feel better about what they're doing when they see it. Not a lot of people are
1: visual learners. So when you have something that's already placed, it just helps them visualize that. Because a lot of people will walk in and say, well this is awkward where would i put my stuff and so not a lot of people see the design part of it so it just helps a lot of people see it like that
0: all right it is time for our first commercial break but when we get back we're going to dive deeper into this and yes drew did bring some statistics on staging oh boy (laughs) this should be interesting stay tuned to welcome home radio 940 kyno Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. Here in the studio with us today, we have Marcella McEwen of Wonderful Staging and Design and uh, Drew McEwen, Realtor with Realty Concepts. And in the first segment, we talked about what basically what staging is. And, um, but now I want to get into the logistics of it. How does staging work? Um,
2: who who goes in there first? Okay. Well Marcel well, Marcel should give a rundown on kind of start to finish. She does all the sales mm-hmm. and client facing, basically. Yeah,
1: I take all the phone calls, I meet all the realtors or owners that are wanting to have their home stage. So we set up an appointment, I come by, I look at it, if it's vacant, it's I'll just, you know, do a walkthrough, take some pictures talk to the buyers or the realtor, realtors that what rooms they want, staged, and then from there we give out a quote and we set up a date and I get it all set up. We come and stage it and whenever they're ready to remove everything, we come and remove it and that was it.
2: It's pretty streamlined. (coughs) Uh A lot of people are, uh, one they think it's a more involved process that they, especially the sellers, where they think they have to be more involved. but
1: There's some clients that we have I have never met. I've only met them on the phone, yeah. and we do the work, and that's it.
0: Yeah. All right. Logistically, it's easy for me to picture how to stage a vacant home because you've got a blank canvas. You can just go in, add this and that. But how about a home where someone's living in it and already has their throw pillows
1: an occupied home that is a little more complicated we have to meet at the home look at what they have advise them as to what to get rid of um so we just tell them maybe we have to rearrange a few things you have to take this or that but Um, And we just talk about what they need we might use what they have or we might bring in things that we supplement with
2: Yeah, we do we are (laughs) seeing especially this year already. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more
1: um, Occupied occupied
2: owner occupied stages that they need supplement and definitely rearranging A lot of things have to be removed where they just have too much stuff in the home, too, too big of furniture. Um, But we've had occupied stages where pretty much they've taken most of everything out, Mm -hmm. but uh, had to stay in the home. And, uh, you know, they promise not to (laughs) use the furniture. Basically, you know, they set up their chair and stay in the bedroom. But, um, you know, it. The idea is that a buyer can come in and they say, wow, look at this staged home, even though someone's living there. And that's that's how you really want it to look. Mm-hmm. You want them to ask their agent, is this staged or is this how they live? And, uh, you know, it, I think it paints a kind of a better picture of the home when they come in, find out it's occupied and say, wow, mm-hmm. these people really have kept this place up. You know? It
1: takes a little bit of work, though. Some people are a little bit yeah, it hesitant it on removing that. Yeah. everything that they own. Um, so you have to convince them a little bit, and some just don't want to remove it, and you have to work around it.
2: Yeah, and that's up to their agent. Some agents, yeah. you can tell, are, are pretty hard-lined with their clients that, now it has to be this way. Um, and then others are, you know, I guess a little more flexible, I guess, mm-hmm. based. so. Um, but eventually, you know, the day, like what I witness when I'm there on occupied stages, if the owner's present, some are resistant, right? Because the house is being just flipped upside down.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, there's a lot of people in there, things being moved around. It's and a
1: little invasive. And and yeah.
2: But at the end of it, you know, they're always amazed. Yeah. You know, wow, this looks great. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I should have done that. Oh, yeah. why didn't yeah. I put that there? Yeah. Why so. didn't
2: yeah. I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. basically, it's being set up in a neutral way to reflect as many buyers as possible. Right. That's, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Neutral.
0: And I, I heard something a long time ago that you have to market to 10 different buyers, buyer types. Um, so, not just the one that's just like you right but to 10 different buyer types and try to bring in what's going to be attractive to Correct. the majority yeah. of them yeah
2: and that's probably especially for an occupied stage that's one thing marcella works against is that there there are people that want it done a specific style even though
1: if the house calls to for that style, yes, I would recommend them doing that style, but if the c- house doesn't call for that, then you have to convince them that the house needs to look a certain way, and it's not modern century, like you're saying, or yeah, any not other Not to design. their
2: taste, but it, obviously it needs to reflect <laughs> the broad scope yeah. of buyers currently. Okay. Current, current trends, right, mm-hmm. and, uh, and neutral. So you guys have different
0: styles of furniture?
1: We try to stay as neutral as possible. Um, We don't have a specific design, like, for example, Modern Century or Farmhouse or anything like that because that is just for a certain amount of buyers. So we try to make it as neutral as possible so other people can Mm -hmm. also like it.
3: Okay.
0: Um, So uh, how do people... Let's say it's an occupied stage. You bring your furniture in there. Uh, your staging items. Um, are they not supposed to touch it or
1: Well, it depends if they I'm just I just saw a house that has one living area and the realtor was asking for me to bring in my own sofa. and I said, well, I can't really do that because it is an occupied home. And we prefer for it not to be used. And we usually don't bring in the linens because obviously they're still sleeping in the bed or using the bathroom. So it's mainly helping them declutter, um, rearrange, and we bring in decor. So, But if they do need an extra piece of furniture, like a dining table, I can do that. But just sofas and linens are the hard we started doing that but then it just got used. problems yeah problems <laughs> <done>. <laughs> yeah and it just wasn't really you know beneficial beneficially for it, like us to use that
2: yeah and we do i mean it's it's you know i don't know if we should talk about it. we do have quarantine furniture that's separate that's fumigated regularly that we specifically for homes that have bugs that haven't <laughs> been treated. And it's wow. offsite in its own area and then it comes back, it's tarped, it's fumigated. Um, so uh, there's, you know, we try to do different things. And that's things. what this comes
1: f- with doing occupied homes. Yep. Like, a bugs. lot of things come with it. Yeah. And a lot of businesses don't do occupied homes anymore because of all of that.
2: Oh, boy, you're on to it. complicated, Don. <laughs> I know. Don's mind was just blown. Yes. So, but there, and part of that, I mean, it's full service, right? The, the main goal is, is uh, solving problems. Yeah. Solving we're, problems, yeah, selling Yeah, we're
1: houses. trying to, you know, sell your home, so we're there to help.
2: So, when you're
0: saying bugs are in here, the I mean, first thing that came to mind was <laughs> bed bugs. No, but
2: no bed bugs. Well, that, yeah, it, co- cockroaches. Cockroaches, right? yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, you. S- You know, it's more common than not, especially in the winter.
1: Not very often, though.
2: Well, uh, yeah, we don't do a lot of it, right? But it's set up because there's demand for it, right? Mm -hmm. So, And in viewing a home, you know, sometimes you say, hey, FYI, this house
1: has bugs. Occupied homes. It's, It's a lot.
0: The reason you blew my mind is I'm thinking about the time a few years back when a tenant all of a sudden started complaining about cockroaches in the house and it's like wow I've, I've owned that home for 20 some years and never had that problem when they moved and they had been in there a couple of years and never had a problem all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. there well my bug guy went out there first thing he did is he looked under the couch and sure enough there's a nest there and um come to find out those people had bought the couch at a garage yeah. sale mm-hmm. a few weeks earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so all right i'm glad to know you guys fumigate it and <laughs> mm-hmm. you're aware of that so gee you guys must be professional
2: yeah I, yeah yeah i mean we had to do it because it kept well you, the have, calls to kept coming. Yeah, you yeah. have to look for that
1: yeah you have to look for that because you don't want to put your furniture in the home and then take it to another home right so you got to be very vigilant about yeah. that
0: wow okay yeah. That brings up another topic. How about cats and pets? So you're in an occupied home.
2: Yeah, and that's very common now. A lot of people have their pets inside, and you just got to meet the pets and you got to look at how the home, if the house is shredded currently, then it can't be done. But if you're looking at the house and everything looks clean and pretty good, you know, the couch isn't destroyed and there's not stains everywhere then it's probably gonna be pretty safe. And then, But there's a charge, like an insurance charge basically. Mm-hmm. Added and if something to it.
1: does happen to one of our pieces, we do, you know, we have to say, well, this happened here. We yeah. would have to charge for Somebody's repair right. or clean or anything.
0: So do you charge per the month that it's used or is it a one-time fee? Because some listings sell in a week, some in a month, some longer.
1: We start at 30 days. If the realtor or the owner does want more days, we can also accommodate that. Yeah. We can go 45 days, 60 days.
2: Yeah. And the agent, they'll, you know, it's based on their confidence, uh, how quickly they think it'll sell. Yeah. You know, we have to get that feedback up front and then it's priced accordingly. Like a lot of
1: them know how the market's doing and They're pretty aware of, okay, well, this one's probably going to take a little longer. Can we do it for 45 days or can we start at 60? Mm -hmm.
0: Do you see most sellers or the realtor um, having you remove it uh, once it sells or do do they normally wait till... Escrow is almost yeah. Closed.
2: It this your safest bet is to go until the last contingency is removed. because ah, we've excellent. had it, over the years probably twice where we've removed it and then the deal fell out. Yeah, and then they said, "Hey, can you hook us up and come back?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not free, right? Because there's <laughs> all that labor and th- you know the logistics mm-hmm. of bringing it back, and you got employees on site, you know, so it it does happen, but your best bet is remove that last contingency, then it's safe, but with that, because the pace of the market, I mean, we get a call, hey, uh, you got to be out tomorrow, so. We just
1: had one that was on the market maybe 10 days, and they called, and they said, okay, we need it removed today or tomorrow. They're moving in Saturday. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, there's... So
0: like- a warning to all the realtors out there. Good communications, <laughs> even with your staging and design people, yeah. are very important.
1: Yes, and we've learned throughout the years that we also have to be, you know, catching up with all of that and reaching out and asking, how. okay, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, you know, I you set me off on the thing about bugs and all that so we never did get to your stats but when we get back from this commercial okay. break we're make me do it would we're you doing me? it okay all right stay tuned to welcome home radio 940 kyno Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here in the studio today, we have Drew McEwan of Realty Concepts, Marcella McEwen of Wonderful Staging and Design. And, okay, so I tempted everybody that we're going to hear these great, wonderful stats on staging. But then I got sidetracked at the last yeah. uh, segment. So we better just start off with it. Drew... Okay. I'm turning it over to you and all your statistics. And you know there's three kinds of lies. Big lies, little lies, and then there's statistics.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. It's, uh, your experience as a uh, public official, right, Don? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so print it, this is from NAR, so National Association of Realtors. This is their 2023 breakdown of staging. Okay. So, we have um, this impact of buyers viewing a staged home. So, buyers out in the home and how they perceive it. So, 81% of buyers, easier to visualize property as future home. 40% of buyers said that they were more willing to walk through the home they saw online when staged. 34% of buyers will positively impact home value of home decorated to buyers taste. So that one is, um, that one kind of reflects the design trend, right? And how they interact with the home. 23%, and this one is probably more towards the seller. 23% of buyers are more willing to overlook other property faults. So, irregularities in the property, right? Awkwardness, maybe room layouts or you know, the imperfections. Of, or the railroad tracks behind the Well, hatch. I don't know about that, <laughs> but interior items, right? Um so 81% of buyers agents said that staging a home made it easier for a buyer to visualize a property as a future home. So that's key takeaway. And then buyers were more willing to walk through a home they saw online, 40% of buyers, and buyers' agents identified that staging would positively impact the home's value if the home is decorated to a buyer's taste. So those are kind of key takeaways. Buyers, with regard to a staged home that's for sale. Okay. More facts, Don? Sure. Sure. Follow-up questions? Well, It's okay. pretty straightforward.
0: I Yeah, it is. So that really points out that, yes, there is a benefit to staging. But how much more money is it going to bring the seller if it's staged? I like, have Let's that. just say on a dollar basis. Yeah. So if you spend a dollar on staging, is it going to bring $2 back?
2: That part is, well, so... That's the importance of having a high quality realtor list the home, right? Because the idea is that they're going to put the correct price on the home that uh, markets well, that brings in the most amount of buyers, right? So it's hard to determine the return on investment because, you know, there are homes that are staged that are also incorrectly priced. And so that the staging really couldn't influence buyers because it was hard to look past the fact that that price really didn't fit so uh, but what I can tell you so 20% of buyers agents said that staging a home increased the dollar value offered between one and five percent so this is the the buyers offer on a stage home compared to other similar homes on the market that were not staged so 20 so stage homes had increase of one to 5% of the offer price basically, okay? Um, we have, let me see here.
0: So even 1%, if you take the median home price of 400,000, that's $4,000, mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah, I figure we, you're not even spending half of that on the stage. So it's still a net return. Uh, if I can give you, let me see. All right.
0: And that is good because I've always used a rule of thumb. Like if you paint a home for every dollar spent, you're going to get $2 back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, And you said 1% to 4%? 1% to 5%. one to 5, 1 to 5 yeah. So we're even using the scenario of 1% and it's already paying off
2: yeah yeah and that i have so from the um institute of home staging which is a national organization so they put the majority of realtors believe that home staging increases a property selling price anywhere from one to ten percent on a national average and then 21 percent of the buyer's agent agree that staging a home increases its value by six to ten percent so, the buyer's agent reports that it's a higher percentage versus the listing agent, but I think that's based on the feedback directly from their client, is how they could say that it would be worth more mm-hmm. to the client, to the buyer's.
0: All right. So, monetarily, this all sounds good. I mean, it sounds like it's worth it.
2: Yeah. And it, I would tell you, for specific to our market from an agent's perspective <coughs> that's married to a home stager, basically we're seeing the homes that are staged sell dramatically faster. They're shown, they get getting offers, they're going into escrow within days in our market and that's with all price ranges and that's what we're seeing uh, based on the homes that we're staging. And those deals um, have very little fallout, which is important. So the buyer seems to be more successful, more um, more into, more confident in their purchase. And the seller is seeing really that first escrow, that first buyer successfully completing um, the transaction and purchasing. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that it's the success rate of selling is enhanced it's a faster sales process um and i think it's less stress overall because Mm -hmm. the buyer is definitely more into more confident about what they're doing
0: and here's something too that i think might play into the whole thing is if the seller is has made the commitment to stage the home That means they're also mentally getting prepared, Mm -hmm. because I've seen some sellers hit the market, and it's like, oh, they must have just decided yesterday or last night to put the home on the market, yeah, Um, because they still have their stack of bills on their desk. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just not presented well.
2: Yeah, and we're, I mean, we uh, we do quite a bit of homes that are next day believe yeah. it or not.
1: And we also noticed that if there's two homes in that same community, the staged one is always getting more views and normally it sells faster than the other one that is not staged.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and there's um, Zillow. Um, they So Zillow's stat on stage homes versus vacant homes, as far as photography and marketing on their platform, a stage home has 10% more mm-hmm buyer traffic versus a vacant home based on pictures. Mm -hmm. So 10% more, 10% more buyers. All right, so as a realtor, I'm gonna ask you this question.
0: Um, Vacant versus not staged but occupied. Okay. Which one sells better?
2: Well, ideally, so y- the perfect world, you want a vacant, staged home that's been prepped. You know, when I say prepped, it's it's been freshened up, cleaned, mm-hmm. painted. Um, it's already had all its pest work done. So visually, it looks like it's ready to go. It's got all its reports. I mean, that's the ideal scenario. But um, with, I mean, just... Any scenario can be put together and made effective. I, I would say that the hardest, the hardest house to sell is going to be one that has on-site pets, whether it's staged Pit. or not. That's probably the biggest hindrance right now.
0: You said on-site pets. Pets. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cats, dogs, yeah. pigs.
2: Yeah. The one where you can't, you know, you can't go in the backyard because there's animals <clears throat> in the back, or you can't go in a certain room because they've locked up animals and. Those seem to be the hardest in this market to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because it's awkward and you it feels like <clears throat> it's occupied. It feels like it's a little more permanent that a buyer it's uh not really uh, approachable. They you can't get comfortable in it, right?
1: Yeah, maybe you feel a little rushed to yeah, yeah. the house. So. Yeah.
2: Ah, interesting. Yeah. So but yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But Marcel's point, you know, we had uh, we staged a condo, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of weeks ago. We were out of there in a week. They there was a competing listing, same same unit mm-hmm. on the other end, and it actually was a unit that was not on the street. And um, I mean, it's it's still on market, active, not staged. Mm-hmm. This one went in, a, I mean, went in a contract immediately, staged. And buyer closed immediately. Yeah, the other one's still active.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes with the pets, you have once again looking at the all ten buyers and how many people are going to be attracted to it. Of those ten, some of those are going to have allergies.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say more buyers have pets now. That's for sure. That are in the market just because the age the age group of the buyers are more inclined to have pets but Mm -hmm. uh for my listings i uh i my my listings with pets you know what we agree to is that that first three days if they can go on a trip go stay with a friend or family member with the animals that's your best bet because you're going to get the bulk of your buyers in those first three days especially if you pre-market Mm-hmm. And that way, everyone knows that it's coming, that listing's coming, and then you can have everybody out. And um, that w- it's less, um, it's easier on the seller if they're gone with their animals, less opportunity for something to happen, animal getting out or whatever. And the home stays consistently together all throughout the day, presents consistently.
0: Mm hmm. Um, Marcella, what's your number one point as far as staging and designing that you want our listeners to remember about today?
1: Well, you should remember everything we've said.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Everything. (laughs) All
1: the stats that were said and that staging, you know, really does work. And if. We can accommodate any rooms that you want. We usually start with living room, primary, bedroom, bathrooms, and kitchen, and dining. Um, but we can also do any other rooms that you want. A lot of offices are being done for all those extra rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just helps the seller, and it helps the buyer in a lot of ways.
2: Yeah. All right. I like that. Staging really does work. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um It is an easier process than you think it is, especially when you're working with full-service company. And sometimes when a
1: lot of people don't want to do a lot of, like, painting or replacing this and that, maybe staging will help the house look um, good without doing, you know, putting more money into it if that you don't want to do.
0: All right. Well, thank you. It is time for our next commercial break, but stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO.
1: Just come
2: in, I swear I'll leave. Won't take nothing but a memory from the house that me. Well,
0: welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. Here in the studio with us, we're going to change gears a little bit. And uh, we have the CEO of the Fresno Chamber of Commerce here, Scott Miller. Thanks I, for having I, me. Sure. I know you're a little nervous. You you probably don't get on the radio very much anymore. Never
3: been in this room before. That's right. That's absolutely untrue. We've been in here together many times, and I'm glad to be back.
0: Well, thank you. Um, We're going to talk about uh, a hot topic that is out there right now. It's on uh, ballot measure E that's out there for uh, the March 5th um, uh, election. Yes, sir you the the chamber of commerce has come out in a pro measure e position can you tell us why
3: because this one is a big one this one is crucial to the future of the of the whole valley Mm -hmm. um the state has not done its responsibility in taking care of the of the campus it's a giant economic driver for the for the whole community and um if we expect to have the nurses that we need, the engineers that we need, uh, and the people who are going to help, you know, uh, bring this community forward over the next number of years, we we've got to do this.
1: All right, why
3: why
0: should we do this as Fresno County as opposed to the state? It isn't the state, the landlord.
3: Wouldn't that be great? Uh, if the state would do it, um, the, the state literally has no plan in place to take care of the deficiencies on, on this campus. Um, that is, uh, that's not just an exaggeration when, uh, when asked in 2023 what the plan was to fix up the, the campus, there isn't one. Uh, so I, we've got to do it and we have the ability to do it. And, um, I, in fact, I heard, uh, I didn't just hear, we were talking about it earlier, you took a walk around the campus yourself. What did What did you see when you were there?
0: I, w- I was amazed because um, I was still on the edge voting yes or no on Measure E. But in walking around, it's like, wow, something has to happen. And the thing that came to mind is when I used to live on uh, on a uh, at a home that sided up to a busy street with a easement and that easement that should have been taken care of by the government wasn't being taken care of. And there was weeds out there. I went out and did it myself. Now that's what came to my mind in walking through there. It's like, wow, somebody's got to do this. If the, the owner, the state's not doing it, we got to do it. And it's gonna be done through a sales tax as opposed to other types of taxation. Why, why is a sales tax a good method to do it?
3: Well, let me, uh, let me just back up just a little bit and, and, and say something about the Chamber of Commerce. The, the Fresno County City County Chamber of Commerce was established in 1885. <clears throat> and for pretty much that entire time, our organization has been against taxes with one exception. And that exception is when we're investing in ourselves and when we're investing in our community. The the chamber supported Measure C and look at all of the outcomes from Measure C, Measure Z again investing in our own community, uh, and and Measure E is sort of in that same boat. It's it's if others will not do this for us, so we have the opportunity to take local control and and get something done. Okay, I like
0: that that you don't support taxes, which hey, I don't like taxes either,
3: but... Just talking about the three instances in which we have. Right. Uh, but, all the other ones that came through, <laughs> we pretty much have not. But these are all examples of our community investing in itself, and, and very successfully, I may add. And I like that,
0: investing yeah. in ourselves.
3: That, that's yeah. the key here. Um,
0: yeah, and as I walked around that campus, and I saw all the chipped and peeling paint... Uh, on these pre-1978 buildings uh it's like wow this is amazing and and you know when you have chipped and peeling paint it's not just a matter of lead-based paint it's a matter of when those dry wood termites fly over and they see that they go whoa there's there's some fudge brownies down there so you're (laughs) gonna pretty soon have a termite infested building too which i'll bet there are um and it's just not appealing if i was a a recruit from chicago or somewhere else walking the campus to see do i really want to come to fresno state um we we, they should hire wonderful staging and design (laughs) to go out there and prepare that place to make somebody want to come out
3: i heard the last segment i think that's 100 percent right but but i think it's also important to to say that we're not focusing on cosmetic issues these are not cosmetic issues these are capacity issues we uh i i, I don't know and and if you haven't been to a local hospital uh, recently I'm, I'm glad that you haven't but if you had what you'd see is that there is a tremendous need for nurses and one of the reasons that this is important is that 80 percent of graduates f- of fresno state stay in this area and so the nursing program is a huge focus uh, for that we need to train more nurses in better modern facilities so that they will stay here and help take care of this community that alone is enough reason to pass measure e but there's also the issue of engineers we have a shortage of engineers in this community Uh, the people who who plan and build the roads and the infrastructure and the things that 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 any community needs we have a shortage so this will help with that and that would help
0: drive our real estate market too because that's going to attract more uh, people out here more high-end it'll keep people here is what you're saying too. absolutely
3: right now we have unfilled nursing jobs unfilled engineering jobs lots of un- unfilled skilled labor jobs and if we could fill those jobs Uh, those people will stay in the community and spend their money and that's why the statistic of of, uh, measure E adding 5.7 billion to the local economy is one that we're talking a lot about.
0: And I think if anybody goes to the zoo and sees the transformation that's happened there in in the last 10 years or or so it's amazing that is a world-class facility now and that was spurred by this little investment and I say little because it like in the case of measure E it's a quarter cent tax so for every four dollars that
3: you spend it's one penny yes sir but it adds up a little bit from each person but a lot of payback to the community at large
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm this past week I was in the Monterey area and I drove Around and just checking out the neighborhoods and all that, and I saw all the development that was going on around their new campus, and it's amazing. It's like, wow, um, universities really can impact a neighbor, uh, a community.
3: Oh, sure. That's that's a that's a whole other issue. There was a recent brand study done for Fresno County, in which one of the top Uh, Things that people have heard about Fresno or Fresno County around the country and around the world What do you what do you suppose one of the top two or three things is? Fresno State Bulldogs, so our campus is an attraction for tourism and for people to relocate here It's a it's a beacon and we need to take care of it
0: all right so What are you recommending that people do when they go to the ballot box, or I guess their mailbox, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
3: on Measure E? The the Chamber of Commerce certainly would urge them to vote yes on Measure E. All right. And this is something that I, too, have spent
0: a lot of time looking at, and I really think it's going to be good for our community. So I agree. I'm even going to go out and say I'm going to side with the Chamber of Commerce and Don Scordino (laughs) is going to vote
3: yes on Measure E. Outstanding. All right. Thank you so much for having me in here today, Don.
0: Yeah, thank you. And um, thank you to all our listeners. And thank you to Drew and Marcella McEwen for coming in and Scott Miller for coming in. And also to Max McEwen. He sat here quiet the whole time. He did. Yeah, he he was good. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, we will be back next week. We're going to be doing a road trip around the California housing market. So stay tuned next week. Thank you very much.